Hey everyone, I'm Wa. And I'm Chris, and welcome to DocuSweeties. We're two longtime friends who discuss the riveting and sometimes trashy world of reality TV and docuseries. Yes, but through our own lens, honey, which often is separated, sometimes together uh, in mind and body and spirit, but also uh, sometimes just not in body. And right now, it's in spirit. Also, at the end of the day, mildly sweet. Hi! Hello! You did it. You got through it. You made it through the wilderness because you had, like, gone into the forest. (laughs) Well, you thought that I was going to, what, go overboard? Talking about 90 Day Fiance before the 90 Days Season 6, Episode 3 you know, and it's called Overboard, which is obviously an amazing movie and Goldie Hawn. So Goldie Hawn. Hi, Goldie Hawn. Goldie Hawn. Okay. So we've got to make a change because at first we said that it was going to be 90s movies, but it's not. Every movie so far has been an 80s movie. So okay. let's say that, so I have to strike the record and say it's not going to be Pretty Woman. Um, maybe it's going to be um, called The Breakfast Club. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> You're right. These are 80s. And uh, wow, it took us to episode three to, to really pinpoint that. And that just means that we're young. Okay, so yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. we just don't know exactly because we're like so young. Like 80s, 90s, we were babies then. We just never blink, yeah. blink, it was on. You know, who knew? Now, kids, we're going to tell you right now that Chris, this is the one Chris, I'm Chris talking. Uh, you know that if you're on Patreon where you can see my lips move. But just in case you're just hearing my 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 words. Um I did not like this episode. I watched it in, in a hugruff. And then, is that a word? Sure. And then when I got to Wa, honey, Wa was like, yes, we're talking about this episode. And I was like, oh, sh- honey, you great. I love, by the way, uh, opposing opinions. I love when Wa and I have them. I love when I read in the comments that someone has a wildly opposing opinion. This makes me like it turns me on. Uh, also, it's better to talk about things that you're passionate about. And so me to turning you know, me starting this episode being like, yeah, I like this episode, you know, isn't a lot of passion. But at the same time, do I hate people? Yeah. And, and I can talk about that, you know? Yeah. You know what it is? It's because we don't like to be mean. And when people force us to be mean, it's annoying. One, the reason why I came on kind of excited is because I was rewatching the beginning <laughs> of it. And, um, you know, there's a character. Let's just start with Misha and Nicola. They are new to the scene. Um, we are in the third episode and they, they're finally introducing them to us. And let me tell you that, first of all, when we see her, she's wearing nude pumps and we're thinking, at least me, I'm like, okay, she's older, right? Because that is a move of an older woman to wear a nude pump because that was very in vogue, like in the 2010s, you know? And so she's walking up the steps of a church and we hear like rocker music, like, and then she walks into this church and she sits down and she starts doing the rosary. And it's not the rosary. I don't know what it is, but this is what I was excited about. It is I was the like, rosary. Chris, Chris is our resident, our resident Catholic. So, mm-hmm. I mean, she's going to have so much knowledge. And the first thing we hear is, oh, my Jesus. Forgive us our sins. Save us from the fires of hell. And I was like, oh my God, I don't know the rosary. So like, I don't, that's not, that's what she said. I know it. I'm going to tell you this right now. Uh, That like we, I have in my life never been in mass and heard them say the fires of hell. Okay. Thank you. Because I was like, wow, 
as a Christian, I know the blood of the lamb and a lot of stuff that we say is like gross to those who didn't grow up in religion. But when she said the fires of hell, I was like, oh, that is a Catholic thing that I do not understand. She's weird. Okay, so some things are true. The novenas are true, which she's talking about. The rosary is true. The rosary is just literally saying the Our Father a couple of times, but then Hail Mary a billion times. Each little... Yes pearl bead hail mary full of grace lord is with thee blessed art thou most of blessed be thy name jesus holy mary mother of god pray for our sinners yes pray for our sinners now at the hour and uh, now and at the hour of our death amen like no uh, uh, that's why no part of the entire rosary is like and you'll burn and you know like the hell pit you fucking horrible it's just like it's not that like here's the thing about and that's why all, i didn't think it was the rosary yeah it's weird because it's like yes you're absolutely right i of the things that i like conglomerate onto as a catholic uh i mother mary was it like mary is it i love me some mary honey no mary's it for me like obviously the female mother figure that's like yeah that like you know hung out with the other prostitute named mary that was like in jesus's like posse like oh the hop yep i'm into her you know what i'm saying like i so also yeah it's just like she doesn't have that she never has had the vibe there's no vibe of like I'm going to kill you or tell my my husband to kill you or my son to kill you. Like, you know, it's just like none of that is there. So she's crazy. But she's performative acting in this rosary, like as if Leah Michelle was given a, an audition and Leah Michelle is going to sit front row and be like, holy Mary, mother of God, pray for our sinners. Like, it was like, what are you doing right now? Like, this is bananas. And her, her you know, like... <sighs> yeah she has a calling and the calling happens while she's in her vacuuming her room and she sees two sons on top of each other and the two sons are like pray and then she becomes a devout catholic roman catholic which is like wild yeah it's like she's rome yeah she's roman catholic uh for sure and this gentleman is (laughs) palestinian catholic which you know like that is yeah i know him you know like it's funny because he feels, uh, you know, he feels distinctly Roman and Western in his like ideas of, or in his like interpretation of Catholicism too, doesn't really seem Arabic. And he keeps saying, you know, his grandmother, he says his grandmother was a nun, which is like, okay, so. Did she quit? Yeah. Like what happened there? She how, the how are you here? Yeah. 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 I was like, what? Because, okay. Eastern Orthodox priests can get married before they get uh, their final rites, but nuns definitely can't. And only Eastern Catholic priests are only were given that like recently. Like, I don't remember not never no nuns been able to just like pop out kids and just be like, I'm going to jump back in there. So like that part needed more explanation. But anyway, she is very beautiful. Now, what do you think that she has cheek fillers? I just want to see how, how, how well you've yeah, got I, in there. I know, I know that she does. Oh, I know that she do does. You? Yeah. Yeah. What I, made you, now I'm... what are the telltale signs? Wa? Uh, okay, let's look at the picture. For those of you who are on Patreon, you can see I'm a puppet up right now. Um, it's just like there's something that happened in the elongating of her face. Like she, her face looks very long. It's like if her, if her hair hadn't been that, if her hairline hadn't come down such, it uh, it she would look like a crazy forehead person. Her eyebrows are perfectly arched, so I know she's had work done, especially because she's got that I've got work done look to her face. It's not every, subtle. yeah, every one of her friends do too. Like, I, I keep mm-hmm. thinking about like, where do you live? Like you, you, this, she's giving like Newport beach. Now, what? I can tell you, 
she's from Blaine, Minnesota, which is not far from me. I know where she lives. I've been to Blaine. Now, tell me about it. Is when I went there, it was at night. So like, it looked pretty ramshackle to me as a Californian, you know, but wherever she lives, she's got a nice home and um, her daughters are cute. Um, But like, she's a newscaster as well. So she's also, she used to be. So she also had to have that kind of work done in order to stay, I guess, beautiful for the television. But every time they show like bits of of, of Minneapolis to show like she lives in Minneapolis, where she lives compared to where those iconic spaces are is like miles (laughs) so miles and I'm so proud that I now know that as a current Minnesotan um so yeah so anyway so she is the director of pastoral care she helps people in their final moments of their life I guess with the pastor I don't know she like organizes death or the final right no I think yeah yeah, she and like there's givings and stuff like there's all the like god it's like you know it's very morbid you know but she loves her job and she again seems like she has uh, uh expendable income. She she feels comfortable. Yes. And every time I see a woman comfortable, I'm very happy about it. Oh good. Yeah. I was happy for her too. I didn't just <laughs> I didn't dislike Always. her. I thought she was just very interesting. I feel like she's got her shit together. She's made her own yes. life and she's divorced and she's like found her religion. So as crazy as it feels like to me, I'm like, you know what? This is a grown-ass woman doing grown-ass woman things. And she's been talking to this man for seven years. So the fact that yes. she's going over there to see him doesn't feel reckless. Not at all. It doesn't feel like Amanda and Rosvin. It feels very safe and sane and regular. But at this moment, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about Nicola. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And we're back. Okay, so Nicola. Nicola looks to me like he's had a hard life. Like the bags under his eyes are really serious. And I hope that she sees his posture in person and doesn't quake. What do you think of Nicola? That's just very, he's the, that is an Arab thing. I mean, dark under eye circles are just one of the blessings. uh, (laughs) Oh yeah, no, that's just the way he looks. Uh, He's never really, he never really works. He has the most simple life. All he does is pray all day. Believe me, it's not stressful. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But um, as a, oh, and fish and fish. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, You do recognize that Nicola, Nicola is like the same name. Oh, yeah, Arab. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, he was giving me Arab, but like in Israel, and so I don't know really. I don't. He's understand. Palestinian. He says he's Palestinian. Oh, he does. He's a Palestinian mm-hmm. Catholic living in you know, uh, listen, a city in, you know in Israel. Now I don't know. Don't come for me, any Palestinians. Yeah. Like, was he there before it was? Like, was his family there before? 
it was Israel or like what? Well, I'm sure. I'm sure that. But what I don't know, what I don't know. Let me just finish. Is I don't know if the if where he lives. I don't want. I mean, listen. I I want to. Let me be honest. I I am Palestinian, and I believe uh, that right now the only option is a two state option. Okay, so but I still want anyone to come for me and be like, well, where he lives is Palestine because it's like occupied. I'm like, oh, you know, I don't know that. I mean, I don't actually know the city. I've never been there. I'm so sorry. But the answer is is hard, and at this moment, it's not. You know, only one. Okay, so anyway, mm-hmm. God bless. That's a lot. But anyway, he says Israel. So I'm just going to go by what he says and yeah. where he lives. Um, he lives with his mom, which is, you know, it checks out. You know, we've, we've <laughs> been down the road of like, you know, what this is. He's like, yeah, you know, like it's Arab culture pretty much, or, or you know, of the of the area, you know, because he's not Catholic. I mean, not because his mom is not super Catholic. It's just obviously. No, his mom's not Catholic at all. So it's just his yeah. grandmother and him. His grandmother was the one who taught him to rosary. And that's how he like fell into the blood of Jesus. His mother is not. It's culture for him to live with his, his family until he's married, but he's never been married. He's 46. He's a virgin. The last time he had a relationship was when he was 30, 16 years ago. And his mother is half deaf. So it is hilarious when we first get in there and he's like, mama, she's like, huh? And he's like, mama. And she's like, huh? Like, it is just like this funny Where's version. the fish? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like she cannot hear him. And then finally she's like, oh, fish, there. So it's funny. And then we see his little bedroom where he's like got all the wires and he talks to Misha. And he's and then we skip to a scene where um, Misha is like calling him. And he's like, sometimes Misha gets mad when I'm fishing because I don't want to be bothered. And I thought to myself, he's going to hate if he comes to Minnesota, like he's this, his lifestyle of what he does in uh, his home is not how he's going to be able to live here. Go ahead. But, but there's lakes there. No, there's lakes for fishing, but like the lakes for fishing are frozen six months out of the year, unless you want to ice fish, which is a whole different set of skills. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like it's a very different, like very relaxed culture that he lives in. And um, I mean, to me, I feel like he should be lucky that he has anybody that looks nearly as close as Misha. And so does his friend. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. Okay. So, so <clears throat> we're going to have a couple of scenes. We have a scene with his mom. We're going to see with him, we're gonna see with his friend. <clears throat> the thing is Wasim and his friend is his only Catholic friend and they're the one fishing together. And Wasim just calls his friend out. He's like, uh, Misha is <laughs> out of his league, out of his league. And I don't know what's going to happen because she's going to come and be like, oh, what am I doing with this really broke, absolutely unemployed virgin living with his mom? Like, I mean, you know, I was just like, oh, I, I mean, who are you like uh, a 90 day watcher on the internet? Like, are you an Instagram commenter? Like go for the jugular, you know, like not even one moment of like, you know, it's so nice that my Catholic friend who I pray every day, you know, like got what he wants. He, the other thing about Nicola, of course, is that his entire being is like, I prayed for this every day. And because I've done nothing but a pray, God has given me gift in Misha. Like, he's just like, it's divine. Misha is mine, you know? So it's like, yes, she's old. And yes, she has to get an annulment, you know, like from, you know, her first divorce, which by the way, my dad got an annulment from my mom, you know, and then got remarried. And then that was even a worse marriage for him. Ha 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 ha. And so he can't ever get married again. Ha ha ha. Catholics do things. But anyway, so, um, but obviously that's like a whole other thing. We're going to see scenes with her daughter and also her trying to deal with that annulment. What, what? I literally forget about that second life every moment of my day. Like I, you mentioned it and I was like, who? Oh shit, that bitch, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. What he got an, <laughs> an annulment for, I guess. Not an annulment yeah. for, I mean, not that he didn't do it for her. He had got it but very much was for the on, opportunity, but... for the opportunity to have a second marriage. And it was that, that one person yeah, I know. who I fucking forget about the live long day. <laughs> like 
anyways and i know you can't but anyways um Not yeah you're right chris oh, okay great <laughs> You're right, Chris. Like, it's just like she, he doesn't have anything to offer her. And so now we're going to watch. And and listen, I'm going to tell you this right now. There is no way that she's going to allow him or be able to, because of her power as a woman, allow him to be the head of household. And I'm pretty sure that he's going to try to be. Like, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure that he feels divinely that, like, his life and his choices are what they need to do. And his girl, her girls are right. She has a conversation with her girls where they're like, we're really worried about him coming over here and just being in our home and, like, judging us and shit. And she's like, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. And it's like, because not only is he going to judge you because he's super Catholic, his culture is very, very different. And so I think that there's going to just a lot of problems on the horizon. And then, to me, the cherry on the shit cake is that he has the audacity to say that if you don't get an annulment, what we're doing, or if we try to get married, it's going to be a sin. So we're not, I want to be married in the Roman Catholic Church. It's like, dude, do you want to die a virgin or do you want to marry this hottie? Like, Jeannie needs to choose. Oh, God. yeah, but oh, yeah. I mean, what this whole thing is that he's obsessed. He's in a cult. I mean, he's a cult. Yes, he does not. He does. He doesn't want to have sex with her more than he wants God's love. Oh, for sure. This is okay. This is you're not. I mean, this person. This is deep. He's been out. a he's been a virgin this entire time. I'm just saying, Misha's pretty, but Misha's pretty, but she's also much older. There is a there there. You know, there were times in his youth where oh, he was. She's, she's much older than him. I thought she was younger than him. Huh. Now, we'll have to look into that. So sorry. So what I was trying to say was um, when he was young, he's been a virgin this entire time. So that means when he was younger, he was still a virgin. And so there were times in which he was just like going around Palestine and there was just like the hottest of the young hotties that are shaking their, you know, hips into Faru's. And he said no then. So I think that what really we're talking about is someone who has given themselves to God and isn't going to at, give it all up, you know, for that. I, I see what he's saying. Yeah. Okay. All right. You see it. She has the vision. Um, so I think that's it. That's all we have to say about them. Right. Anything else interesting? No, it's just like her skin is so taunt, <laughs> you know, it's just like, Oh my God, you know, you can bounce like a basketball over it, uh, you know, and it wouldn't, it, it would not, it would just have a bunch of those squeaky sounds. Cause it would just like nothing with that. It's like hard, you yeah. know, like mm, mm. Uh, he, you know, this can't work. This, there's no way he's done nothing his whole life to, here's the thing I have to tell you, yeah, you're absolutely right. He said nothing his whole life and accomplished anything except his like divine, you know, like connection to God. And that is not enough to sustain you in this real world, especially living in America and especially to someone who, I mean, needs money to put, to keep, to keep that face like that. This is just, I just cannot imagine this is all what it is. Like she, there's something very performative about her Catholicism. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's what I'll say. Yeah. Her sister too, her, she was the, the blonde and she also had the face going situation happening as well. Yeah. Okay. Next couple that we are going to talk about are the ones that are really hard to talk about because we are watching a woman named Amanda go through grief. She's grieving right now and she doesn't recognize it. Even when things happen to her, she still wants to kind of blame Rosvin or wants Rosvin to like rise the, to the occasion. She says that there's no like guidebook on how to be a widow. And so equally, I feel like then there's no guidebook on how to help a widow through her choices to be in a relationship when she's truly not ready. Um, 
so many yeah. juxtapositions when she says things through this episode she's like i don't want you to come because i don't want you to introduce you to my children yet he's already fucking met her children so like very confusing anyways so um the first scene we have is her waking up the next day from an awkward night of her being kind of bitchy to him and then she opens up with something bitchy and i think she just doesn't know it right she doesn't know she's being bitchy she thinks she's being funny but she's on tv and like should not have been on tv should not have signed up for the show like who made her sign up for the show why'd she do it uh she says um you're taking too long with my coffee and he's like, oh, well, I'm sorry, I'm not a barista. And then in the next breath on the, like her, in her confessional, she says, I'm used to waking up differently. I'm used to waking up when my kids running in screaming, mommy, 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 make us breakfast. So the fact that I'm laying here and somebody's actually getting up and making me coffee is different. Yet, and still the first thing she says is something fucking negative. So he deals with it. And um, he goes and he gives her coffee and then does a little tidy whitey dance on the bed, talks about why she's wearing socks to sleep. And I guess my question is, does anyone else sleep when their socks out there? Oh, I get too hot. But yeah, my the only the only somewhat positive ness I get from watching this is just remarking about what a horrible, toxic energy she is at all times and how completely, you know, I, I personally would be like, I can't wait to get away from you. And because of the way she looks, this or whatever, like guys are, you know, around it. So like, it makes me happy to watch a little bit. Cause I'm just like, oh yeah, you're just going to sit here and just be with this like mm, for the, all day, all day. I just, you know, like, it's so crazy. Like both of them seem like they, you know, fell in or like are into the possibility of, what each other are without you know at, without really being in love with each other like i i think that he doesn't i really do think that he just wants to get to america i really do and i think that she is i mean like regressed to a little girl level of emotional maturity during this time and then toggles between whatever she wants to do and blaming it on her kids which is really hard to watch if she wants to be with him then the kids have to get a father figure if she doesn't sure if she wants him to come right away then the kids it wouldn't be good for the kids if you know like every time that the kid says something like are you sleeping together? Are you sleeping in the same bed? She has an emotional breakdown as if she doesn't know exactly what the kid is asking. And then why she didn't emotionally prepare that child or let that child know before she left is crazy. And then just keeps showing this and being like, what do you think it means? Like, I just, ugh. and I just, I, I, I do kind of wish we could just watch her sister watch these episodes. Cause I know her sister with those like long, you know, droopy ear, ear lobes because she put those earrings in at a different time in her life. And she thought that would be a good idea. It's just like, I knew it. I mean, I knew it, I knew it, but uh, you know, so. I mean, so they get up and um, he goes and showers and he comes out. He's like, are we ready? And she's like, does it look like I'm ready? Okay, bitch thing, second thing she says on camera. And so then like she gets ready or whatever. I can't remember, they have some kind of conversation but I don't remember what happened in that one. And then they go on old, they go to, um, to see Old Town Hungry. I think they're in Hungry, right? Budapest. And so they get there uh, and as they're leaving her, uh, his apartment, she's like, something awkward just happened right now. And for the, I've truly, truly thought that it was something that he had done. And mm -hmm. then we find out that her child called her and uh -huh. then on the camera says, my daddy's dead. And she like fucking freaks out. 
and then is like, I don't think I should be here. I I shouldn't. I did it. And then we find out this fucking bitch, she booked a trip for three weeks. Three weeks. Yeah. <laughs> what? I I thank you for bringing it up because I was like, why three? Like, how are you three weeks away? Like. That just seems like one whole week, unfucking necessarily. Yes, but I mean, I mean, ten days is the max, right? It makes it you can have a good vacation and you don't have to stress about like the travel home. You know, you can fully relax on your vacation. Three weeks. She thought she could be away from her children for three weeks. Just sucking on his neck. Three weeks of sucking on that neck, honey. Just like giving him hickeys everywhere. Yeah, he has a hickey the next morning as they're walking down the street. Her reaction to like, he's like, look at these uh, traditional Romanian clothing. And she's like, okay. And he's like, they do a Romanian dance. Do it. Well, it's this, which by the way, it's a very easy dance. I was like, it seems... Is that it? Is that yeah. right? And yeah. then he's like, oh, look at this, uh, you know, like beautiful building. That's, you know, she's like, when it looks it? like in a movie. The, the American response of it looks like in a movie is like, it's so funny because it's, it's the representation of what it is. So it's like, mm-hmm. it looks like the representation of someone's idea of what it is once I saw. Well, yeah, I mean, that, does it look like that one representation that one person made of it? You know, it's just like, it's a, I don't know. She is so juvenile. Yeah, it's, it's, it's wild. Then they go to some rooftop. They have some wine. And uh, she says, you know, I think I should go home. I think that I should leave early. And he's like, well, I don't want you to leave early. I think we're just getting to know each other and your kids will be fine, which is like something dumb for him to say because that's not true. He should, you know, he doesn't know, but he just really wants to get to know her. He's not truly understanding what she's going through. So he's being dumb at the same time too. Go. Why do do you think that he, okay. How sincere is he to you for her? And especially please take into account all the energy that she's been giving him. I, I don't know. I can't tell how sincere he is. I think he just really wants to make this work. That's what it feels like. It feels okay. like by any means necessary, but not not from a place of like, I love you to the moon and back. It feels like it's from a place of just, this is his first opportunity he's ever had and he doesn't want to let it go. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. Another frustrating thing that happens is he's like, I'm trying to get my tourist visa. I have an interview. And she's like, well, when are you planning on coming? And he says, well, the week after you return. And she's like, freaks out. I mean, she has a full on freak out about him. Like, I don't know, girl, just like a freak out that he wants to do this and her kids are gonna, you know, not good for the kids. And I'm like, you already brought him in. So what are you fucking talking about? She just doesn't want him to come to the US. And I thought to myself when he was, when she was behaving that way, I felt like, Rosalind, if you get the okay to go to fucking the US, just go someplace better without her. Like break up with her, right? Send her ass home right now, break up with her and like, let's move on. Yeah, but, because you're right. He would not enjoy that place anyway. I mean, you know, yeah. And he's there for a visa that's not a fi- fiance visa. So his visa is not tied to her at all. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Not, not, not at all. And so to me, it's like, we know who you are. You've been on a couple of episodes of this show. Uh, we see that you're a professional. So you're not just going to like, <laughs> you don't want it to end because you're, this is a big fucking ticket. You know what I'm saying? Being on 90 Day Fiance for anyone is a big fucking ticket. Did you see that Us- Usman finally made it to England? Usman got a um, 
got a visa to London, England, and is, and is currently hanging out with Tom of of Tom and Darcy. No, I a I a hundred percent did not know that. That just I can't even imagine those two together. And I just pray to God that Tom's sister is there too. And if Tom's sister and Soldier Boy ever hooked up, wah, how how I'll never stop smiling. Okay, I'll never well, stop. I guess I got to tell you more then. So Usman <gasps> has a girlfriend. Yeah, but it's not Tom's sister. It's not Tom's sister. But it should be. And, but she could still yeah. get in between them. Yeah. Um, and apparently Usman and Tom used to go live all uh, like a lot together. So they already had a relationship because oh. they used to go live a lot. So just you know like me I mean? and you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm happy for him that he finally made it out. Of, you know, I, I don't know where he's been throughout the world, but it feels like he's like was trying to get to the U.S. so desperately. But now he finally got to London. So close. Um, yeah. So anyways, uh she is a nightmare right now and i don't want to watch somebody go through grief i don't want to watch this so I, she's I, she's unwatchable already <sighs> let's, okay. next let's go through, <laughs> let's go to my let's go to my unwatchable gino and jasmine okay. so um you know jasmine is you know spending three thousand dollars to like you know live her fantasy life for one month and she thinks she she's like i have she thinks it's the perfect situation because she's like either he hurries up and gets me to America or I get to stay in my lap of luxury, you know? And like, you know, she loves, loves it. Now Gino knows that he's being, being brought to a penthouse and every part of him is just shriveling up with cheapness. Every time he sees how expensive any, everything is like, you know, like his penis is going inside his body as he like sees the view, you know, and she witnesses it and then tries to then get super sexual to try and like offshoot that is like oh no gino let's like lay down and like massage you like everything is so horrible she's like she seems like she seems like the most bottom bitch like at hugh hefner's mansion you know what i'm saying like she's just i she's so trashy and i cannot stand her but anyway basically what the he does the thing that Wa uh hates the most in the entire world besides oh. um yeah like oh. there, if you really want to get to Wa you do the thing you do this thing Wa what did he do is you put your feet your dirty shoes on a bed so he lays down in the bed because he's like oh I'm so happy to be here with you guys again and so they lay down after they see the wonderful view in the man-made island and she's like okay baby let me take off your shoes. Do you want me to give you a massage? And he's like, no. And then he says, like, Jasmine, just I, I, I want, I'm sexually attracted to Jasmine. It's just that when she starts talking about spending a lot of money, I just can't get up. And I just like that. I can't, I can't ever be with somebody who, who the idea of spending money just makes his penis shrivel inside his body. That sounds like just not my type, not my world, not my desires. So, Oh, I'll never, I can't even, I cannot imagine. Well, conversely, like the funny thing is I'm the opposite. Like I'm the woman whose vagina seals itself up. Like upon talk of money, when men reveal them being tacky, cheap or, frugal at all like I can't like you know here's the thing it's privilege obviously I'm saying a privileged thing right now but I'm gonna tell you right now like there's lots of men that will be absolutely fine to be like oh, I can't stand when I'm with a woman who uh like all she does is like talk about herself or how, how she looks or whatever they're gonna say okay like and I'll say sure I cannot stand when a man is cheap 
it like it does i mean it does something physical to my body and the physical reaction is oh if you are cheap then you go for the cheapest option always and i'm never going to be that for you so i so it like turns me off in that kind of well not the cheapest option you, you ever so like if that's your goal is like to get there anyway so he is that he tries to go to bed but then she's like i'm gonna cook for you gino so like he like gets up later and she's like cooking now here's the thing <laughs> this is also crazy she is basically like in a furnished penthouse yeah, she has yeah. nothing of herself yes. this person by the way again supposedly has kids yes so not n- nothing of hers in this place like there's okay so she you know, she, for some reason, this is deciding to cook him plant-based meatballs and then decides to also make him cut a carrot, a beet, and fucking peel a potato with the biggest knife ever and on a, like, weird, cheap plastic, like, kind of hard plastic dish, okay? And, like, this is why I hate this scene, okay? Because what are you actually doing? Like... Jasmine, are you trying to play housewife for him? Because it seems like what you're trying to do is be like, look, Gino, yes, you're paying $3,000 for these very expensive apartment, but I cook for, you know, like, you know, but then she doesn't. She's like making him do obviously the hardest part because what she's doing is basically putting frozen meatballs into a pan. And then she asks this man to fucking peel a potato with like the biggest knife ever and nothing. So it's like, why wouldn't you do that if that's so easy for you? Let your man sleep. Like, I felt like this scene was fake. And then she has a nervous breakdown. And I'm like, oh, I cannot believe. I cannot believe that we're in uh, episode three of this. Well, <laughs> okay. So, yes, I have a conflicting opinion about this. So, <gasps> one, she, <gasps> she goes into his the room and she's like, Coco, don't wake up daddy. And then she proceeds to five seconds later be like, Gino are you sleeping? And he's like, huh? And I don't know how Gino has fallen asleep with at least three cameramen and one producer in the room. So that's wild. And then he gets up and she's like, I want to cook for you. Can you help me? It's like, she wants to be with him. It feels like she just wants to be with him. She wants to hang out with him. Yes, he's flown to Panama, but it's not the longest flight of of his life. Like, that's the truth. Unless he had like a long layover in uh, Miami, but like to Panama, it's not that far. Like when I, when I went to, uh, Uh, Costa Rica I was ready to hang out and do all kinds of things that day but anyways so uh he then gets up and he's like you don't have the proper uh kitchen equipment and I'm just like I guess because you listen I'm the daughter of an immigrant so it was a large knife but it was completely usable and I would have been able to cut that potato in like five seconds So like cut the potato and he knows how to because like he's old. So he's lived a life before there were potato pillars. And so like he then is upset because he's like, I don't have the proper equipment, which is the stupidest thing. That is the stupidest lie. Say, I don't actually want to help you, Jasmine. I just want to go to sleep and find if you don't want to cook because I'm not hungry. And so that's all he had to say. But instead of doing that, he chooses to use this moment as like, I'm not going to let her push me around type thing. And it wasn't her pushing him around. It was her, in my mind, trying to have a scene because cameras are in her home and he's gone to fucking sleep. So she's like, okay, let's, let me create a scene. I'm cooking dinner for him, but let me have him come in and, and, and peel a potato. And he is freaking out about peeling this potato in such a stupid child way. I don't, I don't have a cutting board. It's a plate. I'm sorry. I'm telling you right now, Chris, 
my dad would rather use a plate to cut something up than a, in a chopping board. And I have seen it do it so many times. I've been so mad at him every single time he fucking does it. I'm like, here's the board. He's like, no, 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 this is fine. And it's just the waste. Your dad is an amazing chef with crazy cutting skills, though. Gino has to, I mean, Gino is a imbecile that has to, with a huge knife, cut a tiny little potato, and he's having a very hard time, and he's obviously scared. He's not good at it. So then that's what he needs to say, as opposed to trying to make her out to be a bossy person. He needs to say, I'm uncomfortable cutting with this knife. And I don't want this food. So I'm actually going to go to sleep, Jasmine. Thank you so much. But he says, I'm not going to do without the packing equipment. As though like if she had a potato pillar, he he doesn't want to eat. Because then after the whole kerfuffle, she, he goes back into the room. She has a mental breakdown and says, I just wanted to make you a meal, a vegan meal. And so... He then comes out, he's like, Jasmine, I don't know why you're upset. I just don't want to use the proper equipment because I'm a man and I don't want you telling me what to do. So I I just, in this moment, was choosing this moment to show that I'm a man and that you can't make me feel bad for being a man because I don't want to use the proper equipment. Wow, he literally a billion times says, I don't feel, I don't want to do this. I don't have the proper equipment, which is how he feels. And it's a boundary. He says it so many times and she's like, no, no, no. Like, that's what he says. I guess it's, says, the, the, it's the phrase proper equipment that I think causes the disruption for me because it's not the proper equipment. There are people throughout the entire fucking world who do not use a potato pillar or a vegetable pillar. So stop saying the proper equipment. Just say you're not comfortable cutting the shit with a knife. Like, that's all I'm saying. Anyways, so... That feels like semantics, but I, you know, God bless. I don't mean to take Gino's side, but basically one other oh, thing, yeah. Gino's then she's side, like- so you love Gino, now we know this. Chris, I everyone, know. Chris loves Gino. I do, I want to lick his balls. No! So basically, uh, Jasmine's like, Gino, do you want me to order in? And I would be like, no, he, no. I'm sorry, Jasmine, do you want him? He's, you think that he's going to right now be like, yes, yes, Jasmine, after that, please spend $50 of my money. Like, no, he's not. Oh, I was shocked that he said no. Obviously oh, she's I'm- hungry. Obviously she's hungry. Why couldn't he say, well, I'm not, I'm not hungry, Jasmine, but you eat. Because he doesn't want to spend money on Postmates. Oh, Chris. Well, you, I understand that he doesn't want to, but that doesn't mean that he shouldn't. Look, I, okay. It's, cra- it's crazy that we should talk about this because I'm having the episode play in the back and we are at the exact moment of this man cutting a potato. <laughs> oh, God. Um, and he's, to- doing, he's doing a good job cutting it with a knife. It's not like he didn't know how to do it. He did it. Uh, Remember anyways. how she was like, hurry up, Gino, hurry up, you know? And like, you know, it was whatever. Like, I don't know. Uh, I, I just, I just feel you like. You're gonna... Gino in that moment. It's okay, Chris. Uh, listen, right now, this, if you're going to tell me this season, if I have to pick one, it's definitely Gino in the sense of like, I think Jasmine's a fucking demon. So oh. basically, yeah, I just don't like it. So, uh, and I don't want any of the fuck she's cooking. I don't know why there's a beet and a carrot and a potato and those beet. I mean, uh, none of that looks good, honey. Like you're disgusting. And I, I'm with those nails. I can't imagine how gross that long ass hair in her, whatever that fuck. There's like pieces of that in the food. Disgusting. Let's move on to um, Riley and Violet. So. Uh, Violet looks fucking different in every single photo. She is a catfish. That's not her face. Look at even in this picture, who is that compared to the person that we're freaking seeing every single day? Chris, tell me what's happening. What's what's happening? I think she's really beautiful, but yeah, she definitely uh, uses some filters or whatever. And that picture specifically, she looks like she's only a torso because of the way that her pants are. Um, so 
you know, Riley has a conversation with a friend of his and every time this is like, okay, every time that a potential person has a conversation with a friend of theirs and who is, you know, goes the same way of them as being like heterosexual or whatever, I'm always kind of like, is this the friend that is like, the fuck, what are you doing a little bit? Like, did you feel like, I'm, I want to know if you felt like maybe his friend was kind of like, why the fuck am I driving you somewhere to some crazy ass bitch who's like annoying as, as hell? Like, don't you see, don't you see what's in front of you? You know? I was wondering about his friend who was watching the dog. Um, I'm like, is yes. his friend married or a lesbian or something? Like, why aren't you yes. with that person? Because not that, I, not that I don't think that men and women can be friends, but I feel like certain generations of men and women don't aren't friends and of their generation because you know he's like i don't know a gen x or whatever he's early he's he's in his 50s or whatever so like he i don't know it just feels like it, it feels like riley doesn't want an american woman because american women have resources and anytime anyone goes to a foreign country today in internationally i feel like they're doing it because they want a woman who's quote unquote simple and to me that means a woman without resources <laughs> like, oh, yeah a woman who like needs them and has only time for them but honey that's not violet when we mean violet i realize that violet is not what riley wants like they're cool to talk with over the phone but violet does she has her own moped okay i loved it I yeah. loved it like a and she went in there and she haggled and they were like stop fucking bargaining bitch like okay we get it yeah, Chris. So like, I, 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 I don't know. I just don't think they're the right people. And this friend is just like, this sounds like a fucking red flag. Uh, also, like, what friend drops you off at the airport anymore? It's like so old fashioned. Like, get an Uber. I want a more, a more like Violet was like, yeah, she really had this power scene, right? Where we're like, oh, honey, take me to Ho Chi Minh City. The how, you know, you know, what a life. Uh, just because, yeah, it seems like you know, she just like cooks, uh, you know, a little bit, like almost like you know, I hate to say this, uh, because this is gonna be like very colonizing of me, but I've only this her her moment on that moped, just like being in an open air market, gave me French vibes of what I think, you know, of my own like francophile French fantasy of just like buying the food you need that day at an open air market and then hopping on your moped, you know, and speeding through the streets, you know. You wouldn't then, be wrong, Chris. You know that the France invaded. I know I'm not wrong. Yeah, I mean, France, oh, yeah. France oh. colonized Vietnam. Okay, well, so then like, that's yeah. what happened. <laughs> Sorry, Lebanon here. So, friend, you know, like sister, sister, I guess, sister uh, colonized countries. Yeah, um, they backed up, they backed, France backed them up uh, many a times through many a things. So, yeah. That makes sense, the vegan bon ma, or is the, the bon ma on a baguette, that makes sense. But, um, <clears throat> Yeah, so she's going to have a, a scene with her friends. It's her birthday where she buys them all coffee. And she like she says that they know about him, but not like that much. And so she like lets them know that she's dating someone and it's him and he's coming. And then we really, this is like, we really get her viewpoint of they, the fact that they fight a lot. And she says things like she likes to push buttons, which, you know, like that part seems, you know, like interesting. She also, again, she said that she divorced her first husband, the, the, the father of her kids, because he refused to make money for them, which I wanted to know more about that as well. Like, are you, are you literally saying he just like, he literally just like would sit at home and expect you to like go out and make money and so like you divorced him i mean like i want to know so much more where's his parents now and like does he see the kids anyway go on I, I thought it was like he didn't have any ambition so like maybe she wasn't a primary school teacher in the beginning and she just like was trying to like do whatever so yeah but it, i did want to know more about them you're absolutely right you know one thing i did notice about her friend group is that they all were very diverse looking 
So I really enjoyed that too. I, I enjoyed like a girl, a girl gathering of, you know, Vietnamese ladies, like chitty chatting about like each other's lives and the way it happens, the structure of how they speak to each other and kid around with each other was really fun to watch as well. Um, I also really loved and hated the scene of Riley who found another weird poaching American white man who decided to go to fucking Thailand to meet a girl named Pacha. It was just like, yeah, you guys must all meet each other in some layover uh, whatever, I wonder what the layover city or country is for like men from America going to that part of Asia. Cause like, you know, it's like Thailand, Vietnam and Laos all in one area and like Cambodia, like it's all one area. So like, y'all are just flying to like Vietnam and Thailand to like find Thai women or find Vietnamese women. So mm. interessante. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. So, I mean, we're going to see what happens, you know, like they're obviously giving us a lot of things like she might be lying and he's very jealous and, you know, they, they break up a lot, you know, she, yeah, he's she, not, to, she's not to be trusted. And she, you know, they say she's 43. I was like, you're 53, right? Oh no. I thought she looked great. No, I don't know how old she is, but I think that she does look great. Um, oh. Let's move on to our last, which is, I guess, Tyree and yeah. whoever, whoever, Whoever that person is. How long they're going to go? Or is we going to get Tyree to the very end? Probably not. I feel like he's going to be half season and then we're not going to see from him anymore. Like, what are we going to see? I mean, they didn't give us Sheila and David, which I, I completely missed. And then we have another new couple we're going to probably get next episode. So anyways, Tyree. So Tyree is in the park with his sister who's just laid laid i mean the the wig is laid the lashes are good i mean does she have on I, what the sister's makeup is so natural looking i wanted to know what foundation she was wearing i wanted to know everything about the makeup look and like she can she give me a routine can she show me how she does her get, uh, get ready with me i i saw like some stuff up here yeah no that's fine you can see that i'm talking about the face really the wig i mean you know okay it's not the first time she's worn it well I just because I she's doing I'm like I guess okay because the baby hairs didn't cover what I think should be covered like baby <laughs> hair like so that's like uh, you know I was like oh ba like again I'm not like a you know but like I can see the like um the you're lace, not a, lace. You're, you're not a, a black awake installer okay. I'm not like a yeah you know I um I'm a rapper but I'm not a black uh hair specialist which yes. you know I'm listen I'll get I'll, I'll get a degree but yeah I, I was just like oh like why can't the baby hairs and so yeah like why well, <laughs> I didn't love I didn't like the wig and so when I saw this note here I was like oh my god yeah I thought the uh, wig like for her having I mean she slept in that wig right like that's but the why wig she, but why that's the wig it, she's installed so it's not the first day of the wig it is probably the third week of the wig yeah and but, so why isn't she combing her in with a brush, mommy, and just relaying the baby hairs on top of where I can see the lash? I'm You're sorry, right. the, the lace. I think yeah. the only explanation is that she didn't see it. That's the okay. only explanation I have for you. Uh, but that's one more thing. Didn't you think that this was a little yellow here? Wasn't no. this? No, you, didn't. Thought, you didn't think that this was yellow. Uh -huh. And I'm only asking is now because I'm like, I watched it on my okay. When I watched her first time, I never saw any of this. And I watched this the second time on my TV and I saw it all. And I was like, oh, is this my TV? But like, no, this was a different color. This was like yellow. Okay. You know, like, I but it. I, it could be my TV. Um, Go ahead. No, I don't remember. I was going to say, go ahead. Okay. So they read the text from Christian, you know, like, so, cause they're, you know, now, you know, he has a sister who is being incredibly supportive, uh, even though I wasn't supportive of her hair just now, but, uh, <laughs> um, but, you know, and the producers are always like right there to be like, oh, you want to hear it now? You know, just like, you know, like, oh, quick, 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 can we show it to you now? Like, get the cameras, you know, they've been waiting for this. So, uh, yeah, you know, like, 
this is what I think. My 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 little fantasy dream would be that Ty Ray is pansexual. And so Ty Ray is like, oh, I don't care what the person looks like. Yeah. I don't even care what the person's sex is. Like for however many years, I have had an emotional relationship with this person. You guys don't know the things we said. And yeah. so he gets this com- this um, message from Christian, who is the person that's pertaining to be, I think Camilla is whatever the, person, mm-hmm. the other person's name is, which basically says, I am so sorry. What happened was I started talking to this person for the money, but I really fell in love with this person. I love this person, but I cannot be with this person. Mm-hmm. I'm so sorry. I did start it with the money, but I love this person and I cannot be with this person. And Ty Ray is like, this person loves me. This person mm-hmm. cannot be with me, which starts to uh, bring up why this person would say that I this person loves him but cannot be with him. Is this person mm-hmm. already engaged? Is this person mm-hmm. in a situation where this person feels like... Um, you know, that their sex would not allow this because of the cultural situation this person is in. Like that's, so then I'm like, oh, I, I want Tyree to meet this person. What if it's Jenny and Sumit where mm. the catfish did not make a fucking difference. The mm. love was there. That's yeah. You know, I, I think I keep thinking the same thing too. And I think you said it so very astutely and clearly that I hope that that is what this ends up being. And that in my mind, I was like, oh, you can't be with this person probably because A, you might already be married. B, you might be a breadwinner for your family. And so like, it's not like you can just traipse off to the US to be with this person and just leave your family behind. Like there's just so much, yeah, you're right. Um, So we just need to know what's gonna happen. I mean, this is, if it turns out to be that, Chris, this tirade would absolutely be worse the other couples that we can't stand watching. It would be absolutely worth it. Um, I really do think that Sheila and David is going to turn out to be somebody cute that we want to watch too. And I really hope so. So uh, yeah, we'll see next time. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Um, And if you guys want to see the visuals of what you're listening to right now, plus some exclusive content, you can join us on patreon.com slash docusweeties for $10 a month. Um, And it's a real good time over there. So please join us. Yeah, thank you so much. And if you also want to follow us on social media, we exist there as well at DocuSweeties on Instagram, at DocuSweeties on TikTok, and at DocuSweeties1 on Twitter. And, you know, give us five stars if you think that we deserve it, five stars, <laughs> which we do. So uh, we love you. Thank you so much for listening. And, you know, we have a beautiful day. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs>